0: Hi, I'm Bridget Morawski, and I'm the creative director of Baz Brothers Unlimited, a vintage wholesaler based in Fresno and Los Angeles, California. This is your biweekly dose of all things vintage. It me and I'm back with a new episode of my Best Vintage Life podcast. We had some technical difficulties today. Art and I are recording together. However, we were not using my fancy pants recording system because it took a shit on me. We're just going to be sharing one mic for now.
1: I have a cup. I have a Dixie cup with a string.
0: Bring your head closer. How's that? It's good. Thanks. Okay. All right. So... Before we begin this week's episode, I just wanted to start with my normal little notes. First off, I hope you've been well. How have you been, Art? Well. Well.
1: (laughs) Well, thanks for asking.
0: (laughs) It's been a long day. Okay. So if you'd like to reach us by email, you can do so at admin at mybestvintagelifepodcast.com. Stop making me laugh. Admin, A-D-M-I-N, at mybestvintagelifepodcast.com. You can reach us on social media through Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. We now have two Instagrams, one for My Best Vintage Life Podcast and one for... The Academy. My Best Vintage Life Academy. So check so out good. both. Yes. If you haven't signed up yet for My Best Vintage Life Academy, you should. Art and I have been uploading video lessons every week for our video subscription that costs only 19 99 a month. You can purchase that through www.mybestvintagelifeacademy.com. And you can also check out our website for the podcast, mybestvintagelifepodcast.com. Don't forget to sign up for our monthly business, vintage for business newsletter. We'll be setting out the last one of the month sometime this weekend. And uh, you can also reach out via our Google voice line. That's 559-365-6743. That's 559-365-6743. We'd love a voicemail from you. And don't forget to rate and review the podcast on Podchaser and or Apple Podcasts. Podchaser is accessible to anyone, no matter what operating system, phone, computer, whatever you're using. And to anyone who has done so, I really appreciate it. I forgot an obsession at the moment what am I obsessed with oh I'm reading oh, a good mean, a
1: tiny chair no How about
0: that you brought that chair from your parents house so I'm reading a really great book about the 1960s Charles Manson and the CIA it's called chaos it's a real good one it's not chaos not chaos no it's chaos um, if you're looking for a good I wouldn't say a light holiday read um, it's pretty dark <laughs> but it's really good Perfect for these I don't terms. really like light reading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I noticed.
1: You don't like my Archies I bring? Archies. My Daredevil comics? But yeah,
0: no. I like a heavy read. <laughs> <laughs> all right, just spit Chai all over my office floor. Why did you do that? Oh, my God.
1: Chalupa. <laughs> I apologize.
0: Oh, great. Well, that's going to be fun to clean up. No, I'll take care of it. All right, great. Yep. So this week, I don't have any notes for this week, actually. We're going to be talking about, and this is something you wanted to cover, vintage as an investment.
1: Absolutely. Uh, one, There's so many wonderful facets about vintage, but right now, it's very crazy what to do if you have some expendable cash. What do you do with it? Do you buy gold? Do you invest in a stock market? Do you buy property? What do you do? Well... You find good pieces of vintage and you put your money there. A lot of my Japanese clients are actually because I asked them, I say, what are you guys doing? Are you buying Rolexes? What are you doing? You know, in Japan, it's almost impossible to buy a property, so they always put it into tangible items. In the old days, it used to be vintage watches. Now, three different guys are literally buying whatever premium denim they can. And by premium, I mean unworn, unwashed, $5,000 and up. Hmm. First well, edition jackets, second edition jackets.
0: Well, when I had put the uh, the feelers out there for a response from all of you on Instagram, I had asked, you know, my followers yes. if, if they had ever purchased anything as an investment. In my caption, you know, I said people typically think of investments as, you know, gold bars, silver bars, stocks, um, jewelry. Um,
1: well, that's the know. beauty of vintage. Even a $100 piece Antiques. is... Antiques. Even $100, even $50 is an investment. Right. Why well, throw? I throw it away on fast fashion or junk that, you know, that you're going to break down or see at a yard sale? The beauty of it, you know, what I love about it is the fact that if I spend 50 bucks on something for myself, there's a good chance I'm going to either get $40 back or I might even it might even appreciate, which is kind of cool because you have to enjoy it, use it, listen to it, wear it, whatever it is.
0: So with these, um, so with these vintage T-shirt auction things that are going on, right? Right. Who do you think is buying these T-shirts? So, do you want to explain to them what happened with the Aladdin T-shirt?
1: Yeah, there's like a expendable cash problem <laughs> with a certain demographic, probably like 22 to 34. Uh, a lot of it's powered by easy money, uh, big tech, uh, getting jobs that are you know six figures and up, and just have no place to put that money because they don't trust government. They don't trust the dollar. They don't trust all the normal institutions. So they're trying to look outside the box. And it's almost kind of like its own craze. Um, Basic movie t-shirts, cartoon t-shirts, Disney shirts from the early 90s to the early 2000s are going for such crazy premiums that it blows my mind. And a lot of the stuff I would you know, whenever I see I'm like, "Oh my god, we, we didn't even put that in our vintage grade. That would have gone into let's send this somewhere else. Let's get rid of it because you know, at the time, it really had no value other than just as a shirt, let alone something collectible. So, you kind of never know what's going to be a hot fad. I don't personally put much faith in it being a sustaining thing. I think unfortunately it'll be like a a dot com bubble, a real estate bubble because it it's a shirt it's not a finite amount it's easy easy to reproduce I mean there's tons of bootleg stuff already so I'm just weary of it and I just I personally wouldn't buy but you tell me a early 70s Zeppelin tee and I can verify that's an old tee yeah I sure I'll put some money down for that but not a 1997 Aladdin
0: and that sold for how much
1: 6,000 wow wow and then two weeks after that, a uh, Fuji's sold for sixty three hundred.
0: I I guess I get the that we used to sell for twenty five dollars and movies more than the cartoons. I am also not like oh god, I feel like I'm going to lose some people here.
1: <laughs> what Disney?
0: Yeah, I'm not one of those adults that's into Disney, and I know there may be some of you listening, and I don't mean that in a, a bad way. Yeah, teach I just own. like I'm not trying to go to Disney for my honeymoon. You know, if I had kids, yeah, that'd be fun. You don't have like um, to play dress up?
1: <laughs> no, I mean like when you're a kid, you didn't dress up like a princess?
0: No, I was um
1: a cowboy
0: No. No, I was out playing in dirt, digging up worms and playing with plastic oh, horses. You're playing I was
1: Huck Finn Tom Sawyer.
0: No. No probably not the best reference either right now oh just yeah it's a little offensive anyway what yes okay fine let's not talk about controversial books i'm just saying i as an adult don't find disney that appealing i think the movies are are really great i love them as a kid i saw all the you know 90s disney movies it was cool to grow up with that um but I don't I could never spend that much on an Aladdin shirt you know it's just weird to me
1: would you spend 20 bucks no okay
0: (laughs) I really I mean I like I think Disney like the old characters to me are cuter than like the movie characters like Mickey and Minnie that I I think is like how do you not love the genie that's Robin Williams. I didn't say I don't like it. See, now, this is what people do. <laughs> I am, I'm They so take teasing. and twist no one's and, taking and twisting. attack. I'm not into that. That's not my thing. So gotcha. I'm just saying it's not my thing. If it's your thing, yeah, we, uh, okay. we are allowed to be Okay, different we both people. love
1: the Fugees. Yeah. Okay. So that big shirt, oversized. Oh, the I print still wouldn't clear.
0: spend that much right. on it. What
1: do you think? What would you spend? Two?
0: I mean, I don't even know if I'd I mean, I don't know if I love the Fugees that much. I, it would have to be like my all-time favorite band for me to spend $200. On a t-shirt.
1: Yeah. Would you wear it though? No. Yeah. I didn't think so. I'd probably shadow
0: box (laughs) it or hang it. Yeah. Or put it in like a safe. Yeah. I don't. I, I, I,
1: I think displaying them is so cool. And then flipping it the other way. And then you have almost like two. Front and back.
0: What, do you like flip it once a month? Or? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it depends. Some some don't have a back graphic, you know?
1: Oh. Yeah.
0: So, I, I don't know. I just, I think the whole thing, like the, when you hit that, like five, I mean, even over a thousand, I'm just, I'm shocked at all of this. And I mean, I guess I okay. just didn't you see put, it coming.
1: You know what it is? You put a higher value on a designer item made from somebody you respect yeah, rather I sh- than a Yeah, I sure t-shirt. do. I like, sure do. Like, like a couture. Exactly, couture.
0: Yeah, I mean something that I know took hours to make or was, you know, handmade by these usually craftswomen in Italy, France, you know, stuff like beading and embroidery and that's that's a craft to me. I definitely value those pieces more than a t-shirt. Um, I I get it, but I I'm not buying into it.
1: Yeah. You know. No, I get it. I have so much respect for those pieces, those couture pieces. And I think one of the reasons I love old workwear and sportswear is because there's a history with it, too. I love things with provenance as opposed to T-shirt worn by, I don't know, Billy Bob, Joe, whoever. You know, I'm like, I don't want this. But, you know, a 40s piece and you're just thinking, man, this guy went through so much, born turn of the century, seen so many things. What was his life like? I kind of know what the guy's life was like in the 90s. I was there. Right. <laughs> I'm like, eh, let's rewind. Let's go well, I'm just back. thinking
0: like an Aladdin. I think I had like a Beauty and the Beast t-shirt, and I'm thinking like eating bagel bites and spilling fruit punch on it. You know what I mean? Like it has oh, like yeah. no value to me. Um Because a lot of that stuff, it was was super accessible to everyone, even me. I mean, I was dirt poor and I think I had like a few Disney shirts that people got me for the holidays. It wasn't like anything that wasn't um, unattainable to many people. A lot of kids had that kind of stuff. Yeah.
1: Like military items. Yeah. See, I see like so much intrinsic value in that like different pieces that are just have a story or a little bit more rare, like the different camos that they used in World War II or, you know, the original camo from World War I that the French came up with. So I guess, you know, everyone places a different value on things. But, so, back to the point of investing. Don't be so far out there that no one else likes something but you. You know? Don't go spending A thousand bucks for this cross-eyed cat statue because you're into cross-eyed cats because you might be the only one that likes that.
0: (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Well, well, what you're saying is if you're going to buy something, buy something that you know at least a good chunk of the population would be interested in buying if you needed to sell it. Exactly. That's what I just said. Right. Well, well, not not quite, but yeah. I'm hungry. This is like an awful time of day to be doing this. I'm so hungry. It's, no, it's a uh, great day. I'm, I feel like I have 5 o'clock. Nothing. Yeah. It's about to get dark. My curtains are open at my house, so that's great. Lights will be on. And this is how I do my walk. And this is how I do my walk. Yeah. yeah. Someone's looking in, probably trying to rob my house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's on such a schedule. It's absolutely hilarious. Well, so. Curtains drawn.
0: I don't like having lights on and curtains wide open in my house. I don't live in that kind of neighborhood. I'm sorry. I'm not a Rockefeller with, you know, my neighbors walking their dogs. I don't care if they see my crystal chandelier, you know. And I just don't live in that kind of neighborhood. So I got gotcha. you. When I know that my lights are on and all my windows are open, I'm like, uh oh, fudgesicles. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm not rushing us. I'm just saying I'm, I'm hungry. Um, okay, so back to the... Um, the investment. Okay. Reasonable
1: amount to invest. What do you think is a reasonable amount?
0: I mean, I think that's so subjective. You know, um
1: if you spend $200 on a dress. Yeah. Can you get a good dress that yeah. you know you totally. can sell again yeah. for 180 to 250? I mean,
0: to like put it into perspective, I I put money into my 401k, my IRA twice a month. Okay, I won't say what I put in. It's not an astronomical number. But if there was one biweekly period where instead of taking the money I put in, I wanted to take and buy something that was an investment, I could get something really good for what I invest into my 401k.
1: And it's good to be diversified. Yeah. That's what I think. I mean,
0: right off the top of my head, I think like just even basic like gold jewelry, you know, because the the price of gold fluctuates. And if you're ever in a period where, you know, you can get a lot of money for your gold and you need some money, that's a good thing to have. Or silver, depending on what your preference is.
1: You prefer to have the jewelry so you can enjoy it as opposed to like a little, you know, couple of grams of gold or an ounce of gold.
0: Yeah, I'm not. No, I'm not. I know people who do that. And I know you like your coins. Coins. I know. I want to wear it.
1: I could wear my coins. Sure. I got a good friend a in drill,
0: uh, Dremel, Dremel no. through that coin.
1: In Ohio, uh huh. He wears all his coins.
0: Oh God.
1: <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah, he does. Um. I mean, I, I just, I don't know if I see myself spending that much. You know what people like the thousands. Of, I mean, I'm also in the process of buying a new home, so I'm, I'm cutting back my spending pretty drastically. So I don't think I'll be spending any much anytime soon and making any crazy investments. Um, but I'd think if I had the money, like if I was one of these like twenty-five-year-old Silicon Valley people that just, you know, they're just slapping the cash out, you know, you gotta, making the motion. Realistically, with hands, I would. I'd probably. I'd be down. I mean, but I'm not one of those people.
1: You're talking about f- probably forty-five to sixty grand a month is what they make. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you're 28 years old. You can't go to a yeah. bar. Yeah. Uh, you they're can't, bored at home. But...
0: You can't go to Vegas, no. really. I'm looking at, like, so, little things on Etsy, and they're, like, you know, buying $5,000. Yeah. yeah. It's different priorities. Um, but it's cool. You know, it's cool to see the the gamut of, like, just, okay, people buying little things all the way up to the crazy big price points and everything, um, everything in between.
1: See, that's what I like is the tether effect. And this happened early on when we started in the business. And what I call is there'll be some real extreme prices of things in a category, and all that does is pull up the bottom to kind of a higher value. It happened with rock t-shirts because there was about, like when we were doing, let's say, 1999, 1999, 2000, big rock boom in the United States and Japan. Shirts started going from $10 all the way up to $500. Oh, wow. So what that all did sale? is. Yeah. Mm. And what it did is it pulled all those 10, the shirts that we were selling for $10 to become 75, 100, 60. So just because it was part of that same thing. And I think the same thing is happening now. You know, you have these extremes with the Fugees and even Snoop Dogg. You know that Snoop Dogg shirt I had that you hated with the dog on it?
0: No. I don't remember it, that.
1: Yeah, I brought it in and I hung it up here, and then one of our guys bought it.
0: No. Yeah.
1: Well, anyway, that shirt's going for a thousand bucks. Okay. Well, that shirt was always a twenty-five dollar, forty-dollar shirt. So that's the what I'm talking about. The te- it got pulled up along with everything else. So all these, all the bootleg wrap shirts, the Tupac shirts, now those are going for three hundred to six hundred.
0: Now well, Tupac, I could see. It's Tupac. We were selling Tupac, Tupac for twenty been bucks. A thing.
1: Yeah, but it, it wasn't a four or five hundred dollar thing. Is what I'm saying. It really, really, even never. though he was dead, never. On some people, 40, think he's 50 still alive. bucks. 40, 50 bucks. He is. He lives with Joe Rogan.
0: <laughs> oh, I had a classmate, and when Tupac died, he talked about it for like the entire year. That year, I don't remember what grade we're in, but he was like, "Tupac's alive. Tupac's alive." Any, anyway, I'm just. Um, It'd be 1997, I'm 98. Su- yeah, I'm surprised that his stuff wasn't more valuable all the time. I feel like when you die, (laughs) the value goes up. You know? Oh, yeah,
1: that's a given. Right. But you went from... (coughs) You went from $10... Went from $10... Go ahead. Go ahead what?
0: Go ahead. If he needs your help, go ahead. Someone's summoning art. They're leaving. Oh, they're leaving? Okay. All right. Um... What were you saying? They went from ten dollars. Who did? I don't know.
1: <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's the. It's closing time over here, so the employees were locking up, and they were asking me something.
0: Well now I don't remember what you were saying. Well, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about like Nirvana stuff. You know, Nirvana stuff's always been <sighs> ultra get... valuable.
1: Well, it was okay. We sold Nirvana T-shirts for anywhere from 15 to 25 bucks. And now I'm not kidding. And after, you know, Kirk Cobain passed away, it went up to 50, 60 bucks. Uh-huh. But now they're $1,000 down to 350 even for the worst ones. Lollapalooza, remember I always tell you how many Lollapaloozas we had, 94s 93. Yeah, well,
0: like half the bands that played at Lollapalooza, their lead singers are dead. Yeah. You know, when you think about it. 90s so, were rough. Yeah, 90s were rough. Um, do you mind if I read some some some, some, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> some Fuck. Stuff that people send in on Instagram. That's what I'm trying to say. Do you mind? No, why would I mind? I don't know. Alright. I, I I have are you a, a slow sh- reader? Shit ton of responses. Really? Yeah. So okay. um Can I respond back? <laughs> where are the Oh my god. I can't I can't handle this Wi Fi anymore. One more day. One more day and we're getting fiber optic. Oh my god. It's taken
1: two years. I don't even want to talk about yeah. it. Okay. Stay positive. That's the trick.
0: I'm trying, I'm trying. Alright. So easy to bang. I'm on the gonna house. try that's how many I got.
1: Whoa.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, I have one from Lisa K. Dobson. She said she has quite a few of vintage Oritone glow mesh bags and purses, tooled leather bags, all good finds. I have a son and he's not interested in them. I don't know what Oratone Glomish is. Do you?
1: Are they the beaded purses from the 20s and 30s?
0: I'm going to look it up. My computer allows me. I don't know. I'll come back. Oh, there we go. I had shut down my computer because I didn't think we were using this computer. This is my main work one. This is what I record on when it's just me. And I usually use my laptop when it's both of us, so I had shut my computer down. So it basically is like running, like it just started up, so it's extra slow. Oh, yeah, those guys.
1: Yeah, the, the ones we have in the drawer over there. Oh
0: wait, yeah, no, no, no. I have. I think well, I have one with a tag that's Oratone. Okay, the mesh bags. I was. Mesh, I think I was like, reading like glow mesh as like glomish. It's. <laughs> Like <laughs> someone's last name.
1: It's what the Amish make.
0: The Amish. yeah Hey, don't no, they like don't they're knock like the chain. Amish. Those I'm are not. some tool, skilled, tool, craftspeople. Craftspeople. Okay, tool. Lion and Ivy. I have a few incredible pieces that could be considered an investment as well as something I love. The strangest item that is one of the highest valued is a collection of Muppets mugs.
1: Oh, how cool. And she
0: had said she bought them for her son and then they found out that they're incredibly rare.
1: See that's fun. You get to enjoy it, and but that would be hard
0: for me. Like it was something I bought for my child. That would be hard for me to sell. I think. I don't know.
1: You'll sell it. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Pretty. You just
1: transition them, you know, from the Muppets. You just give them the Muppet babies that aren't worth that much, and then you take those good ones away.
0: The Muppet babies. Yeah. The Muppet babies might be worth even more.
1: Uh, I don't think so. They still make them.
0: Muppet babies. Sure. Did you ever watch the cartoon? No. No.
1: No. I, well, actually, one time. And I thought I was, like, having a flashback or something. I'm like, I don't know. I've never seen these. I think everybody looks so different. What is it? Yeah, because it was, had to like, wait. it
0: started in the 90s. Yeah,
1: it made no sense.
0: Yeah, like, a little old lady watched them, but they were, like, alive animals. It made absolutely no sense. It would probably be real trippy to watch if you were fucked up. I think I was. <laughs> I was going to say, were you, were you high? No. Be like...
1: Oh, oh. <laughs> everybody's young, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look at Fuzzy Bear.
1: Hey, Fuzzy, Fuzzy, Fuzzy. Gozo. Hey, Kermit.
0: Yeah, Kermit the Frog here.
1: Hiya, hiya. Okay. Okay, sorry.
0: Namaste in the mountains. <laughs> Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> oh, Art and I have an inside joke. Namaste. How's your day? Namaste. <laughs> Namaste in the mountains. <laughs> okay. She says, yes, I've been buying... As much 1970s Harley anything, and I girl love girl. every piece I get. It is a girl, right? Um, she, uh, I don't know. I don't know what she identifies as, so we'll just say go you. <laughs> Great thing to invest in, I said. Some countries can't get Harley anything, so the market demand is high. Oh, especially 70s. Never... I'm
1: curious if it's T-shirts, leather jackets, the vests, I mean, the She, she tagged her
0: source, but I don't know if she wants me to give it away on air. No. No. Oh, she said, cool. I literally, I literally can't get enough for, oh, it's her business, I think. She's Elwood Wood Vintage. Okay. Wow. I think I thought Namaste in the Mountains was her business. <laughs> it's hard sometimes. I'm always trying to decipher. Okay. So, Why yes. can't
1: people just be like, it's Johnny Webb, or, but they put all this other stuff.
0: I mean, why? I don't, don't, you know what? <laughs> Let's not pick apart people's Instagram apart. handle names. Oh, okay, that's what it is. it's a
1: handle. Now I get it. A
0: handle, yeah. Let's yeah. see. Her name's Chantel. Might... Okay. Chantel, thank you for your response. That's great. We hope you keep collecting. For oh sure. yeah,
1: you can't go wrong with seventies Harley, even eighties okay. right now, especially the three D emblem stuff. Um, look, for, look for those tags.
0: Modern first. She's the girl that has the rare books business in Clovis. Okay. Yeah, uh, she said she collects historical military pieces from Russia. Ooh, and obviously nice. books. Um, if you like rare books, check out The Modern First. She has a pretty insane collection. Like lots of first editions of really, I mean, it's, I spent the first time I, fa- I found, her on Etsy not even knowing that she was local to Fresno. And then I almost shit my pants when I saw where she was. Um, because, I mean, I probably spent like an hour on her Etsy just scrolling through and favoriting things. See, that's a great
1: investment. Because books, you, get to enjoy, you yeah. read it, and those they hold their value and they appreciate yeah we well, you you just know, have just... to make
0: sure you keep them in a good place that's all climate control
1: climate control
0: yeah go ahead you can joke about it all you want but when your books get moldy don't come crying to me who's joking you
1: the face yeah i, yeah, I saw your face okay.
0: hey francisco Not a huge investment, but recently, and this isn't the only person that's going to say this, not a huge investment, but recently scored a vintage set of Pyrex nesting bowls that have been on my list for a while. Also have some mid-century furniture pieces that I adore.
1: The important part is they enjoy it yeah, and they adore it and they're using it.
0: Yeah. Don't buy buy stuff you don't like just because it's worth something. Yeah, exactly. It takes Um, the fun away. Begonia Boliviensis. Begonia Boliviensis. Obsessed with vintage lingerie. Her uh, store is called Honeymoon Vintage, if you want to check it out. She has a 1930s piece in mint condition that she doesn't think she'll ever part with. Wow. that's Yeah, that's a whole facet of the business I know nothing about.
1: Uh, we've come across old stock of that kind of stuff, like from the 30s and 40s. And the craftsmanship, the stitch, the detail are just Unreal. Like, you know, those, uh, they used to call them Balagons, Berbegons. They're like, um, basically, it's a pajama that's a one-piece pajama.
0: Hmm.
1: You guys call them Long Johns, but they used to be called something else.
0: Who's you guys?
1: <laughs> Use guys.
0: Use <You's> guys. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this answer came in like two hours East ago people. from Miss Master's Closet. I told her, I'm like, you, you got in just in the nick of time. She said, okay, I finally get to answer this one. Invested in a heavily beaded gown that I found in an upscale thrift shop one day. The label Samuel Winston by Roxanne had rung a bell. So I took the leap of faith pre-smartphone. And when I got home, I read about the Charles James connection with the company. And I realized what a beautiful piece of history I had found. I actually just posted photos and announcement that this dress is on sale this Monday. Gotta eat, right? Uh, You can check it out in my main feed. Broken heart emoji. So if anybody's looking for a really pretty beaded dress, looks like Jess is going to put it on sale on Monday. Very cool. That's cool. I, I mean, I think we take for granted the, the smartphone Googling, you know, the research Aww. we you used to not be able to do. That's what I
1: loved it because I relied on my memory. Right.
0: And just Which most people don't even have anymore. Memories just so fucked these days.
1: Uh, you know, but it was fun taking a chance. You know that. You know, if you, I like to play cards. I'm somewhat of a natural gambler, so yeah, I, I would say. buy. I would buy things, and you know, sometimes you're right, sometimes you're not, but most often you are, and it's a great way to learn, because from those mistakes you learn not to buy those labels or brands or styles.
0: We got a, a response from our buddy Luke in Bloomsburg. Luke is one of my new followers, and he's um, he's from the area where I grew up, so that's pretty cool. He's a really great guy to talk to. And uh, he said, so far, I've bought a couple of entry-level U.S. Navy deck jackets. With oh, me- attaboy. Oh, let me finish. With unique patches or stenciling that I can wear. But I also consider them an investment because I think they'll go up in value, which may come in handy someday. It's amazing that you can buy quality vintage clothes to wear like that. How many people's wardrobes go up in value over time? And I said to him, not many these days with what people are buying.
1: Yeah, I'm curious if if he's talking about N1 deck jackets from the 40s or the A2 deck jackets.
0: Well, text him. Find out. I will. Um, Emily London, she bought a, oh, this was a cool one. She bought vintage, uh, 2000s Prada pieces and she knows that she, she knows they'll retain their value. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, Prada, and I said to her, Prada just has like such a wide stretching fan base. Worldwide. So many ages worldwide. Um, I mean, it's, it's a good one right now, especially their bags. Um, Shelly, room yep. shop vintage. She sells a shit ton of Prada bags, like their little nineties bag. Uh, mini bags. So, very cool. Debutante clothing, Chanel bags. I said ka-ching, you know, anything Chanel, especially after Karl Lagerfeld died. I feel like you should hold on to that stuff. Uh, Libelula Fresno. Really? Just a little ad for Libelula. If you're ever in Fresno, it's an amazing restaurant in my opinion. What do you think? Best food in Fresno? Best food in Fresno by far. And I'm picky. I'm picky as fuck when it comes to food. Their food is amazing. They have these... They give you tater tots with your burgers, and they may – I won't give away. I know what's in the, the tater tot sauce, some spices that my palate picks up on, and it's just such a weird thing to put in tater tot sauce, but it is so good. I'll tell you what it is.
1: You don't have to tell me. I don't eat that stuff.
0: Okay. Yeah. Art hates ketchup, and it's a ketchup. It's a tomato base. But anyways, love their food. Great, great creative things. Um,
1: I like the big-ass cinnamon. Oh, man.
0: yeah. They have a big-ass cinnamon. Roll. Oh, they did a vegan one today. So cool. Why? Art, <laughs> Art's not very vegan. We try no, some. I, lo-
1: I love vegetables, but I'm not giving up my cheese.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Uh, they said the furniture in their house and their vintage clothing hoard is their investment. So they like vintage. Way to go. I
1: could tell oh. from the way it's decorated in there. It's yeah. It's cool.
0: I actually haven't been inside. I was only there to eat. Outside. Outside with you that one day. Uh, were you going to say something? When? I don't know. Like five minutes ago. Yeah, this
1: one mic thing is not cool for someone who gets overpowered by Bridget all the time. No.
0: Release your thoughts. No,
1: no. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: We have Avienna. Avienna Vintage. She said she doesn't care much about collecting high-end stuff, but I kind of view my whole everyday wardrobe. Oh, this is the answer I really liked as an investment I collect pieces I love and actually wear, but I take good care of them and repair them as needed. So by the time they're ready for a new home, they're as good or better than how I found them. Cared-for vintage pieces, even the not fancies, retain or increase their value over time. Yeah, I mean, you can look at your whole wardrobe that way.
1: 100%. That's such a great idea. You might not be
0: able to sell one piece and get $1,000, but you might be able to sell five pieces and get it's not 400 you you know know? it doesn't have
1: to be one piece it could be the attitude you take towards your uh
0: and it's a good way to purge too i mean look what i've been doing i know i've been selling stuff and i've i told people on my podcast instagram you know follow me over on my personal one um especially if you're in like the u.s or the fresno area because i've been selling a ton of my stuff just you know selling stuff and a lot Lightening of the stuff, the node, yeah, and so a lot of the stuff move. I sold. I'm getting pretty close to original price on because a lot of it's vintage and it retains its value. So I'm I'm all with that thought process.
1: I wanna, Well, you know what's cool is you see the you see the spectrum of responses. You know,
0: right now, yeah,
1: like everybody, there's there's someplace there's something for someone in there as long as you are disciplined that way. You know, yeah, you choose vintage and it could be expensive vintage or it could be entry level or it could be something you enjoy and it still works gotta love it
0: this next handle i always have trouble with because i'm not sure how to say it i'll have to ask them bbb is it brian B brian d brian B-B-B- i don't know brian hopefully they'll let me know brian um, I have a couple of vintage Chanel jackets and a classic Dior tuxedo dress from Raf Simmons, first couture collection for Dior. Not vintage yet, but I plan to save for my daughter. Yeah, and I told her obviously like the the Chanel jackets keep those. <laughs> yep. Got to. Same thing like I said with um Carl Lagerfeld's passing. And you know, anytime um Especially with modern designers, they're doing a lot of switcheroos at the design houses and people don't quite, they don't last as long, I feel like, as they used to. You know, like Carl was at Chanel forever. That's not really, there's not as much longevity in the couture houses Mm. today Um, or just, you know, fashion houses in general. So I feel like it's good to get some of those pieces, you you know, know.
1: There's a very important investment we haven't talked about. Which is what? your
0: vintage education. Oh, well, yeah, let's we'll wrap up with that. Let me see if this person has a name. Brenda. Brenda Brenda Briand? Briand Brand? Okay, that's why. Okay, so Brenda. Sorry, Brenda. I have to like click into profiles to see people's names. I'm getting better. Um, Shop Gypsy Eyes. Oh, this was a good one. A squash blossom necklace. I figured in a pinch would at least cover. My half of rent.
1: You are absolutely right. Yeah, right? I love those. They're, They're so, so beautiful. Gritty. Yeah. Especially so pretty. a Zuni one.
0: Yeah, I mean I just in general and they have so much weight to them, you know? Yeah,
1: well it's silver and turquoise. Can't go wrong.
0: <clears throat> and then this is the last one. I'm doing good on time. Uh Daisy Dreams Vintage. I always joke that my money is in my Pyrex collection and that when I pass my Pyrex collection alone will cover my expenses. So, um I asked if they have any Really rare ones, and they said that they have a few mm-hmm. that would be considered rare. So
1: that's I, one thing I don't know about Pyrex. I mean, I, mean, I've I finally have, learned about the Fire King uh, stuff.
0: Yeah, well, that's different, but I have two of my mom's Pyrex pieces. Um, I mean, I think like there's some that are aren't just, super collectible but then there's like certain they did like print collections those, oh they did yeah those are the, the I think, white
1: ones with the little flowers around the. S- s- uh,
0: like so my i have my mom's it's like a green bowl with like white flowers yeah I remember yeah. That yeah. yeah growing you've up you've probably seen it yeah, yeah. So, i always
1: thought pyrex was just a clear like anchor hawk. well they still make pyrex out.
0: like i buy pyrex these days because I, as far as i know it's made in the usa like i bought a like a roasting glass roasting dish Pyrex is still in business. You
1: think they started in the 40s or 30s?
0: I can't remember. I don't know. We'll have to have someone... Ha- school us. I said house us. Yeah. House us. <laughs> someone needs to eat. Someone needs
1: to get schoolhouse. <laughs>
0: schoolhouse. Um, okay. So what were you saying about investing in your education? Yeah.
1: Investing in your vintage education. and I mean, just even listening to this podcast, you're educating right. yourself. And if you want to take it a step further... Well, enroll in the academy where excellent instructors will be there to teach you in a fun, very informative way. And we're always looking for new topics. And if you think a topic didn't get covered in depth as you'd like, let us know. I have no problem going deeper.
0: Yep. So we um, have <laughs> set yourself up there. Yeah, I did.
1: I pulled a U. Um
0: <laughs> <laughs> Right now, as of right now, we have six videos in the back catalog, which is cool. And you have access to those at all time with our subscription. We also have a retail math class.
1: I think that's important for everybody.
0: Yeah, but people, a lot of people don't want to invest in the math education. Math is just a turnoff for people. But the nice thing is, is if you buy the retail math class, you get yourself a little coupon for the subscription service. You know,
1: without that math class, that math class is essential because it teaches you how much to spend the profits, what you should be doing with your inventory. Yeah.
0: yeah. And it's not like it's not like an insanely like mental heavy class. Like you can do it in a half an hour and you get to take a quiz at the end. And if you get like if you get answers wrong, you just retake the quiz and you have access to it like as long as you're as like a member of my site unless you want to like delete your profile but as long as you have a login you can go back to it at any time so it's you know it's like a file basically that you can access wherever phone no iPad. i've
1: watched it twice i enjoyed it thoroughly yeah
0: thank
1: yeah. you i think you covered everything you um, what are
0: our class so so far for our classes in the um academy we have um good behavior for wholesale visits correct we have um denim fits levi's denim fits kind of like a brief history we have a made in the usa bandana video we have a chronology of the levi's denim trucker video
1: hawaiian shirts
0: we have a hawaiian shirt video and then this week was denim sizing uh, how to size tensile strength yeah how to size denim tensile strength and common repair points so yeah
1: i want to do Military, I want to do work yeah. jackets, uh, chore items, and maybe even European. And the, and the
0: cool thing is, guys, if you sign up and you're like, ah, this stuff not really doing much for me. And you can stop your subscription. I, I I've nah, done don't that. stop
1: your subscription. Well, no, Tell was, me what you <laughs> want to learn about.
0: Well, that too. But I mean, like I used to have I don't know if anybody's familiar with L.E.K. Fit. It's a 19.99 a month subscription. Same price point. And sometimes I'm like, I don't have time to do this workout or I'm not really into the workouts like this time period. So I've canceled and come back to it, I think, like three times. You know, what I do is I just set a little reminder on my phone, like when my free trial's up or it's about to charge my card again, I just set a reminder and I cancel it. And I've gone back to it three times. You well, know, you can, you can do that too. You don't I've have to feel any. I've had a couple of
1: uh, store owners reach out to me, asking me how they can get oh, all their yeah. employees on it. Actually, a couple of them. Really? Other than the ones I told you. Yeah. Oh. So it's a great way to educate your staff too on certain things. Because sometimes you can't be there if you happen to be business that's, uh, Relying on other people to do the purchasing for you when you're not there. Well, it's a good way for them to understand what to buy when people bring stuff in, you know. And knowledgeable staff makes your life easier.
0: Yeah, you know, I was thinking you usually charge $500 an hour for a consultation, right?
1: Yeah, these days. Yeah. So
0: what does it work out to be? 50 cents a minute? If they subscribe, they get 40 minutes a month and it's $20. So, yeah, $0.50 cents a minute versus $500 an hour.
1: <laughs> versus,
0: yeah, 16 uh, <laughs> It's insane number, the yeah. value yeah. there, you know. Yeah, and it's actually I don't fun. usually tell people that's how much you charge, but let's be real. Yeah. You've got a lot of knowledge, and we're thankful that you're sharing that knowledge both on the podcast and in the academy. So. I'm having
1: a lot of fun with it. Yeah. It's, it's... a great stress break, and it's, you know, I want to teach this new generation.
0: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day – if it's like a money thing for you you know if if you find a way to make it work in the future we'll be happy we'll be happy to have you sometimes you have to sacrifice other things you Maybe know Maybe we
1: can get them to come down here and volunteer Volunteer in exchange what? for video access they get to come and touch no. the stuff No no that's weird
0: <laughs> Why no, I'm just saying, you know, sometimes, like, it's priorities. Like, okay, is getting a latte at Starbucks your priority multiple times a week? Or is it maybe learning something new? Is it getting Uber Eats three times a week? You know, like, it's funny when we sit down and look at it. Like, I, when I sit down and look at my credit card bill, I've and I've gotten really good this year about, like, cutting back, you know, some of the stuff we spend money on. And then you think, God, what could I be putting that money toward, you know? True. Sure. So, oh, my do not disturb just But you off. still
1: have to have some fun.
0: Of course. No, I'm not saying don't have fun. But, you know, I've had some people reach out to me. They're like, oh, I can't afford it right now. That's just like my advice to them. You know, like if you can't afford it right now, that's cool. But like if it's like every month you're like, I can't afford it. Maybe it's time to to reevaluate your spending habits. Yeah. Yeah. How we live in how we live in from one of my all time favorite people, Dave Chappelle. Okay, I think I think that's it. I think we're good. So um, thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. And uh, in the meantime, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, anything you want to share with us, I give you lots of options for contact in the beginning of the episode. You can always rewind and listen to those. Um, yeah, I don't know. When will the next episode go live? What's today? Is today the third? third? Oh, yeah. We'll get one more episode in before the uh, holidays and the New Year start. And, I think yeah. it
1: would be fun to do a New Year's Eve one.
0: A New Year's Eve up? No, nobody's listening. <laughs> nobody's listening. They're getting wasted. Um for the most part, I won't be. I'm not drinking anymore, but I don't know. This whole year's freaking weird. I don't even feel like it's the holidays. I don't feel like anything. It just feels like one big blur. And
1: one so- <laughs> big face mask. I just
0: want to yeah, I just want to move. I just want to move into my new house, sell my house and and move on with that. That's like, you know, it's kind of like a weird thing to have lingering. You know, it's just like, you just want to move on. Yeah. But Sometimes you got to get Right now my contractor is thing. hospitalized, so I don't really know. <laughs> Fuck. I have the worst timing. I can help. No, I know you can. I yeah. know you can. But he's a. Oh, he's a real, he's real like, contractor. He's like a dad to me. He's amazing. And I'm worried about him. So, but I, he, he'll be fine. You'll be fine.
1: Yeah, you got to fill me in.
0: Yeah. Um all right. So guys, in the meantime, stay safe, stay sane, stay healthy, please be kind, and don't be basic. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Don't be basic.
0: Bye.